update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. The South African Sentence and Awaiting Trial Prisoners Organization, uh, SASAPO, has confirmed that prisoners have embarked on a hunger strike following the alleged contravention of their rights during the lockdown. Now, the organization says that the inmates were frustrated with certain rules and also fear that their safety may have been compromised. This comes after some officials at the East London Correctional Center tested positive for COVID-19. So for more on this, we join on the line by uh, the South African Sentence and Awaiting Trial Prisoners Organization's President Pindile Zweni. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon, and welcome to the show. Thank you very much, uh, and well, and thank you to the view uh, to the listeners, uh, Mr. Zweni. Let's start by outlining what exactly the concerns are that the prisoners are highlighting at this stage. Uh, thank you. The concerns of the prisoners is simple: that it is the contravention of their rights. Uh, for example, there are, as you have said, rightfully said, that there were uh, officials tested positively on the coronavirus pandemic. These very same officials are working and are in contact on a daily basis with inmates. Some of them not wearing protective clothing like masks and gloves. And they have daily contact with the inmates. And as a result, this has swelled over to the inmates. So some of them have now been affected. On the other hand, not all the inmates were or have been screened and tested as the department are trying to say to the media. It's not correct. Uh, we have requested numerous, numerous uh, 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 calls to the department to, oh, to have an oversight of our members so that we can see what is happening and come back to the media and tell the media and our nation that really this is what's happening. But Mr. they have Zweni, declined. On a point of clarity, when yes. you uh, paint the scenario that you are right now, are you saying that this is currently still happening, that those prison warders who tested positive for COVID-19 are still working? Exactly. And in last week, only last week, Edson Albums, uh, uh, the, the officials were tested, and on Wednesday, they got their results. The very next day, they were threatened to go on, to come back to work. The very next day, they were threatened for a no work or no pay. Are I you mean, sure these are officials who tested positive for COVID-19? Can you prove that? No, it's not. The, I'm not saying that there's officials that are the, the officials that were tested. I mean, there's a 14-day quarantine, if I'm correct that these people must be laid off. But that has not been happening. I, I am not, I'm not going to uh, 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 go and say that, no, the officials that have been tested positive are back. I don't believe that. So I'm saying, I'm saying that those who were tested, who, had, who could, must have been uh, on quarantine for 14 days, have been threatened to go back to work. So how has this impacted the prisoners at that particular correctional facility and what are their demands right now? In fact, in all correctional facilities, the, the, the inmates are fearing for their lives. At, some, uh, at one uh, 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 correctional centre in Damsane, the, there's a video going during the rounds that inmates were allowed, and, uh, uh, allowed to play soccer last week. 
I mean, that is also in contravention of the 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 the, the, the COVID nineteen pandemic or the procedures. I mean, I mean, how you how can you do that? And and only yesterday there were a search conducted by the EST of the Correctional Services on a prison in Wellington, whereby officials were seen with no mask, no gloves, searching inmates and having contact, physically contact with the inmates. The inmates are not given food. The last meal they've got is at one o'clock, and it's the same diet for the last four weeks or four months, and, and, and this is also a concern. The other concern that the, the inmates has raised is that they are not allowed visitors, which we do understand. Yes, but we also have a solution for that. We said, let's give them, maybe let's consider a no-contact visit. Other one is that the, the inmates are not receiving any monies from their family members. They're not allowed to, to, to receive monies at certain, only at certain uh, centers. So the minister had promised us last week that he will see to it that this must be implemented. It has not happened yet. There is a lot of complaints. Inmates are, uh, are wearing one uniform for months. They've got only one uniform for months, and they are locked up in a community cell where it's overcrowded, where it's about 20 inmates has to be in that cell, and there's, at the moment, 80 to 85. Four people sleeping on one bed. That is unacceptable. And, and perhaps just a final question, uh, going back to the East London uh, Correctional uh, Facility. How many of the inmates there have been tested, if you know? I, 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 uh, to be honest, I do not know how many, but the majority of the inmates have not been tested, according to reliable sources from, the, from West Bank uh, uh, Correctional Centre. Do you know if they've been screened at all? They, some of them have been screened and some not. It's not it's, but definitely not all of them has been, has been tested and screened. Well, let's leave it there for the time being. Thanks so much, uh, Pindile Zweni, who is the South African Sentence and Awaiting Trial Prisoners Organization president. And uh, we're joined on the line now by the Department of Correctional Services spokesperson, uh, Singabako Ngumalo. Thanks so much for your time, Mr. Ngumalo. Thank you for having us. I don't know what I'm audible enough. Um, it could always be better, Mr. Ngumalo. Yeah. <laughs> but, but at least, at least I can hear you, and I trust everybody yeah. else can too. Thanks for your time. So, okay. firstly, is the department aware of uh, what uh, Sasapo is saying? What we are dealing with here is a few individuals that the guests we just said now and the Mr. Mines, who are mobilizing inmates to cause chaos in an attempt to push the state to simply just release inmates. And we're saying that is very irresponsible. That is reckless. And the most painful part is that they are peddling lies and they've been pushing them so that eventually they sound like they are fat. And and it's something that can cannot be allowed. And I was just listening to your case now. How can you come on air and you say, majority of inmates have not been tested when the entire center officials inmates have been screened and tested and tested at this land it just shows the you know the extent to which these individuals you know are prepared to go to peddle this lie so that people can say no 
uh, please do release. In which we are saying that should be irresponsible. There is a reason why people are removed from society. There is a reason why we have to prepare people before we release them back to the same society that they offended. Not so long ago, the entire country was up in arms to say you release people before time. They go back there and cause so much pain. And we cannot, you know, uh, take the, uh, um, and, and take that particular risk. We've been saying we've got a strategy and a plan that we've been implementing on COVID-19. And we're saying it's working. So, you know, we have 243 centers in the country. There's only one center where inmates have conducted the virus. And we quickly moved in there to implement uh, containment and treatment. Ever since then, those numbers never went up. And we locked down that facility to ensure that there is no potential further spread of the virus. Yes, someone may say, but that should not have happened in the first place where inmates conduct the virus. We're saying, yes, there was a lapse somewhere, but we have acted swiftly. And we're using that even as, an, as, as, a, as a learning example, even to other centers. So people must not abuse the media platforms to mobilize inmates and use it for other things because they're not telling you how do they find it possible to interact with inmates freely, openly, when me and you cannot do that. Well, this is true, and this has been a long-standing problem uh, whereby we've always known that inmates have access to things like cell phones, which they should not, but it, it, it is par for the course. Everybody seems to have one. You see, it, these are the things because then what it happens is that it motivates others even to go at whatever extent to say to it that they do get hold of that uh, mobile phone. And then now you also then see a link between other people outside who are saying they represent the interests of those uh, who are serving time. And, and then you find all these things. And, and it's some, it, these are things that must never be allowed. We are conducting searches. Part and parcel of this mobilization is because inmates are refusing to be safe because ever since we, 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 we closed down visits, we've been, we have increased searching and inmates are against that. And we're saying, no, we have to conduct those searches because there is a number of illegal items which are there. We have to remove them because they pose a danger, not just to our officials, but even to people out there. So we have to conduct those searches and will not stop. So no form of uh, uh, victimization or trying to threaten us, doing all these things, because it is totally irresponsible to say inmates must revolt against the state. Mm. Why, why is it, however, Mr. Ngomalo, easier to conduct these sort of um, uh, searches at this point during this COVID lockdown uh, than it was at any other time? We've been conducting these searches, but uh, the intervals, you know, it, it's something that, you know, could be debated. But you said now, in that space where there are no visits happening, meaning there are little items that, you know, can go inside. This is a perfect opportunity then to clean the centers because you don't have an influx of all sorts of items because our visits, they amount to about 25,000 in just one weekend. So that is not happening now. Uh, this hence we said to families, friends, they must rather utilize the post office to transfer money, which goes into their cards. And then in, in, in that particular way, then they're able then to utilize the to purchase from our tax shop. Mm. And, 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 and that is working. Two things on that score. Uh, Mr. Zweni claims that uh, some of that uh, well, is not being able to uh, be conducted. Uh, that is family members sending money to them. And uh, the second thing is uh, also the responsibility and culpability of your own members who facilitate uh, basically the influx of contraband into the prison facilities. 
Look, we've been very frank that some of our officials have been part in terms of transporting these contrabands. And we've, take, we've taken action against them, but it's, it's an ongoing process up until we remove all those people. And we are not very soft on them. We, we do not just dismiss them, we even uh, open criminal cases against them. But if I can tell me if there's any town, my small town of Guanangwami, we do have a post office there. You can go there and deposit the money, and then the inmate will be in a position that the money is transferred to his card. And what we've since done ever since the lockdown, we've um, uh, ramped up uh, the toiletries that we make available to inmates. Because the only items that they get from that tax shop, it is just additional things, which you can even live without. So, so, so the, the outcry to say uh, st- uh, the stoppage of visits has disadvantaged inmates, it's entirely not true. But you know what they're talking about, Mr. Ngumalo. You and I know, sitting here on the outside, the sort of things, the sort of contraband that is being traded in prison. And you know that is actually what is being spoken about. Hence, it's important that we conduct these uh, searches, remove all those things, so that even if someone uh, is able you know, to get hold of some cash, is unable to use it because there is no item that you tell us you know, or, 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 that, that you can buy. We've got to stop these things. But then the actions of people like Mr. Boudou are really not assisting us. Neither is the action of your members, because for people to still want money to purchase contraband means that, as you say, if no one else is entering these prisons, it's being brought in through your members. Hence, hence we are saying we have maximized uh, searching and we are removing this item. And that is a painful point. Hence the calls that we are seeing now to say no stop doing this, you're not providing this, because people are feeling the pinch. We have to remove these items. We have to deal with our officials who transport these things, because now the, the, the room for one to maneuver to say, hey, I'm not sure to say no. It's the four of you who went into that particular section. Suddenly there are four cell phones. How did they get in there? It's unlike someone saying that perhaps the visitor may have. No, it, it, it cannot be. So we are not only struggling, searching for on inmates, but even for our own officials to ensure that we're able to even identify individuals behind this trade, remove them from the system, so that we know that people in brown uniform are people who are committed to the cause. And a final question with regard to the searching of inmates, because that's one of the other um, uh, contraventions that Mr. Zweni cites, that your officials are not wearing uh, masks, they're not wearing gloves when they actually uh, do these searches. So uh, can you confirm or deny that? We are dealing with the lives of uh, people here. We cannot afford to take that risk. We've been dealing with this allegation for far too long, but we'll never get tired to respond to it. Go to any center now. All of them do have appropriate and sufficient PPEs. All of them, because we have a system which uh, enables us to monitor the stock levels. Even if, let's say, one center, let's say, the, the, the levels they are going down, you are then able to ramp them up before they even reach level zero. So there is nothing like that. And you cannot take officials to a searching exercise when we have not provided them with appropriate gear. So these things are all just manufactured so that they sound like there is indeed a point to be made, whereas there is nothing. 
And uh, I'm just seeing something uh, before I let you go here, um, Mr. Ngumalo. I was actually done, but I'm just looking at something coming through right now as I speak to you. Are you aware of a situation uh, taking place at the uh, Bavianspoort uh, medium we're prison? We are throwing shoes down the years. Yes, we have seen that, and our, and our officials are there because it's part and parcel of demobilization to create a picture as if all centers in the country, you know, there's chaos. Whereas there is not, because we are aware of this mobilization that they were doing then. We, we, we could also mobilize, you know, our officials, you know, to be on the ground and to be on standby. But look, we'll not do things, you know, in a clumsy way that they've been doing. It's all about engaging, you know, within the system. What is it that you are complaining about? Because so, when you engage with them, you don't find any substance. So can but you confirm? be used by individuals wanting to push for other things that they cannot mention to you on air, but they use whatever that they can find then to get a voice. And can, unfortunately, they are given space, but as far as you can live with that. Can you confirm that seven inmates have been injured and one shot? It's totally a lie. It's a lie, because if they're able to show you those visuals, let them show you the injured inmates. Why are they not showing you the injured inmates? Well, from those videos, they are carrying some inmates that uh, who at least seem to be injured. So, what is the, what is the correct story from um, the official you, side of tell, things? I can tell you, no one is injured. Even when you go into a space where uh, there is a squabble or inmates have gathered, our officials know exactly how to use the shields and how to defuse that situation. And when we do that, we do not assault people. But what you do, you remove the uh, problematic characters, you isolate them. You then put, uh, you, you you install order. As so a no agency. injuries, nobody no shot. No injuries, nothing. At this, and, and you cannot shoot a person inside a correctional facility. You cannot. Right. Hence, hence our officials don't even carry firearms inside the centers. They don't. Mr. Ngumalo, thanks so much for your time. Uh, Singabako Ngumalo is the, uh, with the Department of Correctional Services. He's the spokesperson there. And uh, this story just coming through from the uh, Bavianspoort Medium Prison Facility in Pretoria, uh, saying that seven inmates have been injured in one shot. And as you heard, Mr. Ngumalo there, nobody has been injured. Nobody's been shot. Um, and that's uh, the official word from the Department of Correctional Services on that story.